Hi everyone, well, uh, welcome to episode 74, thanks for listening in and getting to this stage, this is the last one in the book, okay, I'll read this and we'll discuss this and then we'll talk about uh, what else I want to do with this podcast, so um, I hope it, it's all been of some use to you, um, what I've been reading out here. Now, before I read this, just a bit of context, right, um, at this stage of my life, really mad about Andrew Marvell, the, and I believe it's pronounced Marvel, not Marvel, even though you look at it and you think Marvel. Um, I just love him as a poet. I just think he's so good. I, the, the way he can do rhyming couplets without any forced feeling or loss of meaning and then the vision of what he's writing about um, on a drop of dew, eyes and tears. Um, and you know what? I even, of course, used um, that in... Uh, um, show so fair, um, my novel. But anyway, um, look, I was completely mad about him, and I tried to write something a little bit kind of in his style, um, but like a sonnet. And doesn't a sonnet have fourteen lines? I don't even know if this has fourteen lines. I think it does. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. No, it doesn't. Uh, way more. Okay. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, but uh. Okay, so I'll just read this out. So I was trying for for a poetic style, you know, almost everything else is, apart from some of that early stuff and some of the early lyrics, um, almost everything else has been stream of consciousness to get to the truth. Whereas here, I just, I don't know, I guess I was a bit loved up, let's say, <laughs> smitten, whatever, just wanted to write something a bit more affected. Okay, here we go. My tongue, which doth your every crevice explore, hath found a feeling it can't express, but evermore. For the greatest wonders aren't in word or thought, but the very existence from which they're wrought. Therefore I, the closer my goal to make, the very livery of my soul forsake, and lying naked on your silky brown skin, let go to love, and the commensurousness begin. First the curves and then the sighs, riding in ecstasy my mind despise. It is but a mirror which I eschew to render myself even more true. And in this being feeling I find an endless unity that has no time, where one is all and all is one, that we are is what we become. And feeling her the same as me, we are forever endlessly. It's just a path to the stars at night, eternity become with this earthly delight. So, there you go. I mean, it's obviously a little bit explicit, that, but it's quite clear what it's about. The, you know, the eternal love and physical love and all that as well. Um, yeah. You know, I might change one or two. I never like having the word very in there, like in, I think the two lines are consecutive where it is, but... Um, yeah, and now look, you know what I want to say about love after all of this and after seeing all of the ups and downs and just kind of reading it through now. So um, Jenny and I have been married now for 24 years, thereabouts, um, almost coming up. We've got four beautiful children and they are honestly the best thing, having them has been the best thing ever in my life and I'm sure in hers as well. Um, but, you know, as I said in one of the earlier episodes, it's not it's not like you get married and then that's it, you know. She and I have our ups and downs. Um, we have things in our relationship that we need to work through. 
and you know we've certainly had our uh, ups and downs in life in terms of you know outside things how they've affected us like employment situations and stuff like that so you know it's not like you reach this goal of marriage or love or whatever and then that's it you're home and hose it's not like that at all and it's certainly not like that with her and I um you know we have personal things in our relationship that we need to work through but that's you know if if you come at that from that universal love and just the love of the other person then you can or you should be able to get to that point uh with that person but of course it takes two people to do that so you both have to be like that or it's best if you both are like that is what i'm saying so anyway so uh reading all of that don't think i've reached some perfect conclusion and end of the story it's still ongoing but uh it it has just been amazing the last well all of it really hasn't it um but the lesson i've got out of this is and you know what too like having the children and i eventually stopped writing poetry i wrote a bit when my father died um uh, when was that geez that was seven and a half years ago um and, and I was still writing a little bit when the kids were born. And the big thing that I learned, and, and eventually I stopped doing it because it was more about here and now and living the here and now. I didn't need to reflect and the kids needed me here and now. Um, but the thing that uh, that I learned with having the kids is to forgive yourself because life is hard. Being a human is hard. And, you know... Having my children, uh, I shouldn't say my because I mean they are my children. I'm the, you know, Jenny and I, they're our children, but they are their own existence, you know, they're not a possession. But um, having them taught me to forgive myself and to love myself because, you know, it's hard and just seeing how they would fail at something like walking but then keep going at it. And, and completely disregard the failure but just focus on what they were trying to do and just the sheer confidence and you know it just taught me to forgive myself for all those times I was never like that and um, they have and they still do inspire me and so three have left home one will in a few years um, the, the youngest one and um, but you know it just brings you back to that point of yourself and uh, what I'm trying to say is that I've learned okay so this was the all of those podcasts all of those poems it was all about me getting to a point of uh, universal love and a romantic love that worked within that but you know you still there's still I still had learning to have after that you know after the end of that sequence of poems and where that point in my life and maybe you do maybe you don't it doesn't matter it's it's you know where everyone's path is different but um you know i'm still learning and i'm still growing and it's it's still about um letting your best self out and i know there's still times in my life now where i don't and i've got to do that um but you know, you've got to be kind to yourself and be kind to others and forgive yourself and forgive others, but love yourself and, you know, just be what you are. 
So that's what I guess my life has been about, really. And there are things that uh, being yourself leads you to do in life, and there's plenty that I want to do in life. So, so thank you for listening. Thank you. I hope that this is some kind of use to you, and just find your life in your way and bring it to the world because we sure do need it. And, you know, even if we don't get it, we still got to be our best anyway, don't we? So, um, look, I, I I do want to continue a little bit more with the podcast. So I've recorded all of these 74. I've all done all in the one day. And, uh, you know, my idea was to read all of that stuff in Guy Mia and then read some of Andrew Marvel's and some of the other poems that I like and Edward Fitzgerald's Rubite of Omar Khayyam. And I'll record all of them on another time. What I've got to do is edit these and start to get these out. Um, but I hope you enjoyed that. And after I've done those other poems that I like, then that'll be the end of this. So thank you for listening. Um, that's all. Okay, see you then. Bye. Mm-hmm.